This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the program with a unique focus on helping Canadians avoid probate. The one thing everyone should know about probate is that it's not inevitable. With some planning and good advice, you can avoid the exhausting, expensive and time-consuming probate process and have your affairs settled quickly and privately. Speaking of good advice, here are your hosts of Avoid Probate. Good morning, Zoomers. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show here on AM740 Zoomer Radio. Glad you're with us. I'm Jason Laidler here with world-famous Ted Walsh and my co-host. Good morning, Ted. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. And how about yourself? Very well, thank you. Um, what's going on uh, in, in Ted's world? Anything it's fun? a holiday tomorrow. Yeah. Are you going to take the day off? Um, what is, I don't know what that means. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow actually is is. Uh, I remember growing up and and uh, it was just we just called it Civic Holiday. Yes, it was just a Civic Holiday, Civic Monday. But it's actually here in Ontario and not all of Ontario, which I found really interesting. It's Simcoe Day, known after uh, named it, I should say at least after um, the former. And of course, you wouldn't remember this because uh, even you're not. I know what you're going to say, though. Go ahead. The first Lieutenant Governor of Upper Canada, John Graves Simcoe. So his wife, I hope I'm not wrong. I hope I don't embarrass myself when I tell the story. His wife was somehow a, I think you were. was a was a Gwillem, and I know this because for a while I lived in the town of East Gwillemberry, right, which is just north of Newmarket, connected to Newmarket on the north side, right, between Newmarket and Georgina, where I grew up, where Lake Simcoe is. So East Gwillemberry, my understanding, was named after. Uh, the Gwillem mm-hmm. that was his wife. Now, if you're in Guelph today, it's John Galt Day. Okay. Named after the Scottish novelist who founded Guelph. Oh, that's interesting. You should know that. I think I might have to start yeah, reading reading should. some of his work, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think you should be embarrassed. <laughs> in Oshawa, it is uh, McLaughlin Day. That sounds like another Scottish name, by the way. Well, that's the man who brought you uh, General Motors to Oshawa. Oh, I've been to that house. The Huge. R.S. McLaughlin Estate or Huge. something. Huge, yes, yes. And I've been there uh, as a guest on the grounds for a wedding. Uh, meanwhile, in uh, in Sarnia... Holy, the list goes on. It's uh, Alexander McKenzie Day. Is it, a, is it a holiday across Canada? Is that a silly question? Uh, on different days. Like, for example, in Quebec, uh, they don't celebrate... Um, uh, Simco Day, they celebrate Saint Jean Baptiste no, Day, but, it, but it's a, but, that, but that's in that's in June on the twenty fourth of June. I see. But tomorrow is not a holiday nationwide. No, it's not. Okay. And in, for example, uh, in the third Monday of August is a Yukon Discovery Day. Going to the Yukon is on my bucket list. I can't wait. Thank you for sharing and inviting us. That's why I'm us. here. Uh, this is, however, the Avoid Probate Show, and it's a bit of a unique show this week. I know I say that every week, probably, but it really is. I really mean it this time because it's as, a, as opposed to what the, the lies that you've been throwing. <laughs> us? That's right. Yeah, don't believe it. All right. um, 
It is the first show ever in the history of the Avoid Probate Show where we do not have a special guest. Well, I shouldn't say that because I'm the special guest this week. And uh, we'll talk more about why and what that looks like. Uh, We're going to go to our first break here. But stay tuned because you don't want to miss this one. We'll be right back. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember, insert your name, and we're heartbroken because, insert your name, did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of, insert your name, have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca this is Avoid Probate on Zuma Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Avoid Probate Show with Jason Laidler. I'm Ted Walsh. And, well, Jason, you're the guest for today. Yeah, I, I think I get paid extra for that, right? Bonus. Bonus. Okay. Well, uh, listeners, what I've what I've what I've got for you today is you know I, I stumbled across this report, this publication. And it's published by the Law Commission of Ontario, who is Ontario's leading law reform agency. The they call the LCO for short. The Law Commission of Ontario, LCO, provides independent, balanced, and authoritative advice on complex legal policy issues. Our work promotes access to justice and contributes to public debate. And this particular publication, which is lengthy, and I'm probably not going to get through the whole thing today, although I am. You know, hitting hitting the the, the headlines here um, of picking and choosing which parts to share with you. It is going to be uh, something like uh, a review over the past uh, few weeks on the different topics that we've covered on the show. I hope that's my that's my hope. The hope is that it's like a review for you, but uh, you are going to really need to have your listening ears on. School school is in, and um, yeah, there is a test at the end of it. The summary, the article. Is called the option of administering small estates without probate. Um, I want to be clear first off when it refers to small estates, it's not thinking about small estates like you're thinking about small estates. Um, we've talked, we've defined small estates, and we've even talked about how the rules in Ontario changed recently with the pro- with the province's definition of what a small estate is. Yep. And and now, so, so just to summarize, because this is this is the way this is going to play out. I'm going to uh, go on these little tangents to uh, explain in general terms whatever this article's article's talking about the first $50,000 of uh, estate in in Ontario is probate free so if your estate is worth less than $50,000 in its entirety there's no probate to pay so you could call that a small estate if you want to uh, there's another term though if the estate is worth now now that the rule changed the new Small estate definition is up to $150,000. It doesn't mean it's probate free. It means there's a, it's probate light. And it's just a simpler way to probate an estate that's small in that sense. But but the LCO is not talking about that. They, they're considering like a million dollars could be a small estate compared to a $10 million estate. That's the spectrum that they're thinking about. So the, the summary uh, to start this article off, and again, we're, we're talking about probate and and what I call the probate nightmare, in light 
of the unpopularity of the estate administration tax, well, that's the formal term we know for probate. Probate's a slang term, right? The proper term is the estate administration tax. In light of the unpopularity of the EAT, as well as the effort and expenses involved in obtaining probate, there is a strong incentive for the estate representative of a small estate to avoid probate and distribute the assets informally. So that's their words, a strong uh, incentive. Uh, To my surprise, it goes on to say that more than three-quarters of Ontario estates are not probated. Mm. I find that shocking, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Uh, I thought it was going to be a much lower number, but then it goes on to clarify, this is not a particularly helpful statistic since it also encompasses larger estates that have been carefully structured to avoid the need for probate. As one practitioner pointed out, the result is a curious and incongruous system in which mid-sized estates tend to be probated, but the largest and the smallest estates are not. So this is another example, Ted, of middle class, you know, bearing the burden, uh, the tax burden, the death tax burden uh, for middle class people. Yep. Um, like, right, the, the, the smallest estates aren't a problem, and the biggest estates have been structured accordingly. People tend to avoid probate not only because they cannot afford it, but also in order to circumvent the tax requirement as well as the administrative process. More than one stakeholder attributed the problem with the probate system to the tripling of estate administration tax in the 1990s. Before this, there was apparently little fuss around probate. Nevertheless, the process itself can also be... A deterrent. We've talked about the fact that the probate fee in Ontario, uh, having tripled in the 90s, is 1.5% today. It doesn't seem like much. Well, it does to some people, believe me. It is the highest in the country, and I predict it's going to go up. It's certainly not going to go down. There's not a lot of taxes. It also doesn't speak to the fact that the rules changed in 2015, and they changed drastically. The rate didn't change in 2015, but the requirements did, and uh, new filing documents were, were introduced, and new uh, deadlines were introduced, and new penalties were, in, were introduced. Moving on, practitioners described clients going to great lengths to avoid probate, even where the estate administration tax payable was relatively small. And that's what I was suggesting a minute ago. One and a half percent might seem small, but I talk to clients all the time who say, I don't care. I've paid enough tax my whole life. Yep. I don't want to pay 10 cents more if I don't have to. And and then I remind them, the probate fee, that's the least of your worries. It's the it's the process and the frozen account and the legal fees and the stress and the time it takes to, to get it all done. Uh, that, in my opinion, is usually the worst part of the probate process. Moving on. One individual stakeholder described administering an estate without probate even in the face of roadblocks put up by a financial institution. The bank forced me at the last moment when I didn't go to the probate route to provide all sorts of personal financial asset information before they would release the estate funds to the heirs. They released estate funds to pay estate creditors, but then changed their regulations internally. I was told and wanted personal declaration of my financial assets that were much greater than the value of the estate in question. Hmm. Yeah. So in some cases, even even if you think you can avoid it, you're still, 
you can still be on the hook with the bank to to sign your life away and provide all this personal financial information. Uh, one consequence of this trend to avoid probate wherever possible is an increased risk of financial abuse. Many practitioners and their professionals were aware of financial abuse in the form of putting property into joint ownership in order to avoid probate. So, more review here. We've talked about joint ownership. Uh, usually, in my opinion, a bad idea for several several reasons. It exposes the money in more ways than one. Uh, believe it or not, Ted, uh, not everyone's child is an angel. And... Uh, <laughs> And not everyone's child has your best interest at heart. And even more shocking, I know, I realize not everyone's son-in-law or daughter-in-law is an angel with your best interest at heart. I don't like to, you know, judge people or cast aspersions or whatever, but that's the reality. And when the money's jointly held, it's exposed. It's exposed to their creditors, their actions. It's exposed to a, a failed marriage and the fallout from that. And it's also exposed to accidents. Uh, you, you could have the best child in the whole world who slides on black ice in February and hits somebody and puts him in a wheelchair and is... Well, you have to ask yourself, I mean, I mean, how much uh, of an effect did COVID have on, uh, on, on people who were facing uh, probate? That's a good point. The joint account is the bank's only tool to avoid the probate on a non-registered account because, as our listeners now know, you cannot put a beneficiary on a non-registered account so when you go in there and express your concerns about probate with your advisor at the bank, they'll say, no problem, Mrs. Smith or Mr. Smith. We'll just add your kids on as a joint owner. That solves the problem. And frankly, I think that advisor should be punished every time they make that recommendation because they don't know your kid. That's right. They don't know his credit history. They don't know his behaviors. They don't know his marital status. But they're willing in two seconds to expose those funds. Without knowing that information. And well, that's, because it's easier for them to say, just, you know, fill. let's do it. Exactly. And it's the only tool they have because they can't put a beneficiary on it. The rules at the insurance company are different. Once we've transferred the non-registered money from the bank, usually at no cost, then we can name the kids, the church, the cat as a beneficiary, and that money will no longer become part of the probate nightmare. Notice it's always people when they die, eccentric people. They always leave money to cats, and they never leave it to dogs. Well, you might... It's re- always a crazy lady with 38 cats. <laughs> and $38 million. And $38 million. One, f- one million for each cat. Exactly. You, you're you going to know this better than me. Was it Zsa, Zsa Gabor who did that, or was it one of the Gabor sisters? It was. There were three sisters, right? Zsa, Zsa Gabor died about... Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is an interesting story. It's interesting you mention this. Okay. I don't know, eight years ago, something like that? No, I think it was more. More than that? I think she was just recently buried in Hungary. What, well, she's laid in, like, in, she was in, interned for mm. eight years or something? Mm. Really? Okay, that is... That happens. Why? Uh, well, for different reasons. If, you, if you're if you living in, in a cold weather climate, if you're from there and you want to be buried there, for example... Well, it doesn't take eight years. And in, in it's the middle of... No, no, in, in her case, in situation, no, no, it wasn't that. I'm sure there was a Gabor sister who left a fortune to one or two or eight cats or something like that. Anyway, moving right along uh, with this very interesting article published by the Law Commission of Ontario. Uh, Another practitioner took the view that banks should not release assets without probate since this sends the wrong message to estate representatives. 
this individual commented that too many estate representatives do not take their jobs seriously. They're okay at organizing information and some general administration tasks, but they're lax in reporting to beneficiaries and filing returns or locating creditors. Sometimes this is a result of long-standing family feuds. Probate sends a message that someone who takes on the role of an estate trustee needs to be very serious about doing a good job, acting reasonably, and prepared to accept, get this, personal liability. Mm. Yeah, I've said on the show before, you do not want to be an executor in Ontario if you can help it. Right? It is a ton of work, a uh, ton of stress, and there's personal liability involved. And if you're if you if you're working, like who has time? Well, I mean, it depends on how how complex it is, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely, it does. And I'm glad you said that because what I want to explain further, uh, I don't think I've ever mentioned this before, but there, believe it or not, there is something called um, executor insurance, and that is just like it sounds. You can get insurance as an executor to protect yourself from this personal liability. Now, full disclosure, I do not sell it. I am not licensed to sell it. I don't want to sell it, but it's important for me to understand that it's out there for when I'm, you know, advising clients mm-hmm. uh, or who who may be uh, expecting to be an executor at one day. And what we're what we're seeing actually, uh, the trend according to the lawyers that that we work with, it's being put right into the will. It says right into the will that my executor is, has my permission to spend three to five thousand uh, dollars or whatever the the amount is it cost to get this insurance in place. Mm-hmm. Then that's that's a rough estimate. Uh, it's three to five grand last time I checked. Uh, I've actually reached out to these people. There's only one provider and the, the name of the company, three I don't mind. Three to five grand you have to pay? Yes. Again, to your point, depending on the complexity of the estate. Yeah, I mean, if the estate's only worth a half a million, that seems a little high. Says like you. What, what percentage does the does the executor make from uh, the estate? That the executor is entitled to five percent. Five percent. Yeah, it's two and a half in, two and a half out. Um, often they don't take it. You know, if it's your mom's estate or something like that, you don't care about the the the, the fee. But if it's a corporate trustee, of course they care about the fee. But uh, that's an option. You can opt out of the taking the fee. Not everybody does it, of course. And if I want to, I'm entitled to charge five percent on that million bucks. That's my option. Not more, and that's been that's been uh, fought in the courts uh, before. Yeah, just getting back to this executor insurance. The name of the company who provides it is called Erasure. Erasure. E R A S S U R E. It looks like Eurasia, but I know they don't say Eurasia. They call it Erasure. And I've called them and I've asked them if they'd be interested in coming on the show to talk about it. And uh, hey, if you're working at Erasure, I'm still waiting for a callback. So maybe that's something. Uh, we can look forward to in the future. All right. And while Jason waits for a call back, we'll <laughs> call back, call back. We'll take a break and come come back with more of the Avoid Probate Show on AM740. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. 
My name is Marilyn, and I avoided probate. Marilyn is a good daughter who wants the best for her elderly mom. Um, why is she overdrawn on her account? What's going on here? Her mom had money, much of which was tied up in non-registered accounts like GICs, paying next to no interest, which meant... She was dipping into her capital big time because the residence she was staying in was very costly. So she was overdrawn on her account four times a month. Marilyn wanted to disperse the money for her mom's needs using her power of attorney. The bank refused, saying the accounts were in her mom's name only, and then rubbed salt in the wound. They pushed it back on the family and said it was all our fault. We should have been on top of it, not them. That's when Marilyn got a hold of Jason at avoidprobate.ca. He accompanied Marilyn to the bank to move mom's money. Why? The insurance companies now have as many, if not more, investment options than the banks have. Plus, we can also put a 100% death benefit guarantee on the account once it's at the insurance company. Anybody who has non-registered accounts at the bank needs to look into the services we provide at avoidprobate.ca. I don't know how long my mother is going to live. None of us know. So my thing was, if she lives to 100, there'll be more than enough money to sustain her. How was avoidprobate.ca able to help Marilyn's mom? It's a good news story. The account is earning money much more than it did when it was at the bank in a low-paying GIC. But more importantly, it's still 100% mom's money. There's no joint owner on the account, but there is a beneficiary on the account, which wasn't there before. Which means no tax issues and no probate to worry about. I share my story with as many people as I can, and I hand out Jason's cards to lots of people and say, call this man. He'll walk you through it. Call us at avoidprobate.ca on the toll-free number. But call us before your mom or dad passes away. That's when we can help you. Avoid probate like Marilyn did with avoidprobate.ca. Call 1-844-667-7628. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back to the program. The program is the Avoid Probate Show, and you can get a hold of Jason, by the way, who is the president and founder of Avoid Probate. During the course of the week, call 1-844, that's a toll-free number, 1-844-667-7628, 1-844-667-7628, or if you wish, and your wish is our command. Always. You uh, may also contact him via email at info at avoidprobate.ca. That's info at one word, avoidprobate.ca, Jason. Right, Ted. And this week we're doing something a little different. It's the um, it's the probate nightmare review um, 101. And I mentioned there will be a test. And, you know, I call it the probate nightmare, but, but I'm not the first person to call it the nightmare. Um, if you go to the website, and we encourage the listeners to do that at www.avoidprobate.ca, there's lots of information there, including, and I keep forgetting to mention this on a weekly basis, including a free probate calculator that will let you uh, run estimates of what your probate fee um, owing to the province might be or or your parents' probate fee uh, factors in a few different things. You plug in a few numbers. It, it's very simple. It's there. Plug in a few numbers, and it does the math for you. Gives you a report, and that's a free tool at the website. So, also on the website, though, there's um, lots of resources, including um, a, 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 a clip of an article um, that was written by Barry Corbin for 
the Ontario Bar Association a few years ago now, but I'm just going to read this clip because it's called, it's called The Nightmare Begins. And he wrote this in anticipation of those rules changing in 2015. So it's called Estate Administration Tax, The Nightmare Begins. He goes on to say, uh, Barry Corbin, it has been 19 years since Ontario's probate fees, the forerunner of the estate administration tax, were effectively tripled. What should be of greater concern, however, are the audit and verification powers that the government has given the Minister of Revenue. They include the power to require the estate trustee to provide all reasonable assistance with and answer all questions pertaining to the audit or examination being conducted. Penalties have been added to the Estate Administration Tax Act. Offenses are punishable by fine, by imprisonment, or by both. The minimum fine will be $1,000 for the executor. The maximum fine will be twice the EAT payable. That's the probate payable. And the simple math on this, if uh, we're talking about 1.5% on a million dollars, and a million bucks isn't a lot if you've got a house or a condo in the GTA, it's approximately 15000 per million. That's just $1 million. Um, twice the EAT, that's a $30,000 um, penalty. Mm-hmm. No thanks. So how's that for um, motivation to avoid the probate That'll do it. process? That'll right. do it. So the bank requires probate to protect itself, uh, which is why it's very rare for them to waive it. Uh, they've been burned before. This is the bank's way of covering their backside. And I've said this before as well. You know, you, you mom, mom dies, you walk into the bank. Hi, I'm Junior. Here's the will. Uh, I want to move some money. They're like, hold your horses there, kiddo. We don't know you. We don't know if that will is valid. We don't know if it's the last will. We don't know if you wrote it this morning or whatever. So you go pay your pound of flesh to the province, jump through the hoops, wait 10 months for it to be processed, then come back when it's been rubber stamped, and then we'll talk. And and that's that's how they cover their, their you-know-what. Uh, releasing assets without probate leaves them open to a significant risk of liability. Again, I'm, I'm quoting from um, an article by the Law Commission of Ontario, and we're only still, like, scratching the surface of it. We're not going to get through all of it today. Uh, maybe that's good news for the listeners. Maybe it's not. Uh, the risk was realized in the Court of Appeal decision in Montiero versus Toronto Dominion Bank. A Kuwaiti family was in litigation over the validity of the mother's will, which had left all her assets to her daughter. Emphasis on Kuwaiti family. Before the will challenge had been settled, And contrary to its own internal procedures, Toronto Dominion Bank released the mother's assets to her sons. Once the will was ultimately determined to be valid, TD was held to be liable to the daughter for the missing assets. And as the court reasoned, quote, the situation TD finds itself in is the product of it having ignored its own internal procedures Mm. and thereby having paid the wrong party. In that regard... TD was the author of its own misfortune. Its internal procedures were designed to prevent this exact situation from occurring. But having chosen to ignore these procedures, TD now finds itself liable to the daughter for the funds in the account. And the the court ended by saying, I see no injustice in this result. And neither do I. Um, So, yeah, they've been burned in the past. Ted, do you remember... Did you ever own Canada Savings Bonds? No. 
Um, they used to be really popular. I'm sure you can recall a time mm-hmm. when people were talking about Canada Savings Bonds. Yep. And I recall a time years ago now, they don't pop up very often anymore, but as a financial advisor, very common to come across uh, CSBs in a portfolio for a senior citizen. They loved their CSBs, and I get it. It was uh, you know supporting the country yep. and all that stuff. Here's the situation, though, with CSBs today, because believe it or not, there's still people holding Canada Savings Bonds today. A lot of people don't realize uh, the coupon, the interest part of the Canada Savings Bond expired. It might have been good for five years, seven years, whatever the term was for that particular bond, but it didn't last forever. And so people would put these things in a safety deposit box or sock drawer or tin can in the Thinking that after after the three and a half years where they're guaranteed the interest, they're going to keep continuing to collect interest, and, and once the three and a half it. years is up or you whatever got the it. term is, that's it. It's not collecting, it's not accruing interest anymore. Right. So public service announcement uh, number whatever uh, to all our listeners, frankly, who have sent Canada Savings Bonds, or your parents maybe, make sure, uh, get rid of them. I'm, they, they've all expired. I can't remember the last year they were issued by the government. It's been a while, but... They're, they're collecting dust today. They're not increasing in any value at all. Uh, so why do I say this? Because this article, again, goes on to talk about uh, CSBs in particular, and it says transferring Canada savings bonds can be a problem since it's not possible to designate a beneficiary on these. Even in small estates, these may not be released without probate. <clears throat> so another potential probate problem that we can avoid Sell the bonds. The bonds still have their face value. Mm-hmm. They're just not earning any more interest. So you might, you're losing money. You're losing um, inflation on a yearly basis by hanging on to these bonds. Sell the bonds. Um, we'll redirect those funds, reinvest them with a beneficiary so that it, the money doesn't get probated. What about the car? The car is a tricky one. Um, falls under a category of personal property. A deceased motor vehicle may generally be transferred to an executor on providing the Ministry of Transportation with a copy of the will. Where there is no will, it may be transferred in certain circumstances where the beneficiary obtains a lawyer's letter stating his or her entitlement, or where there is more than one beneficiary stating that the other beneficiaries have no claim on the vehicle. According to one practitioner, this can be a problem in some circumstances. The Ministry will often transfer an ownership to a beneficiary based on a lawyer's opinion letter that the beneficiary is entitled to the vehicle if there is a will. If there is a surviving spouse who would inherit the entire estate as the preferential share, we'll come back to the preferential share. We've talked about that before. But if there is no will and no spouse, it is almost impossible to get the vehicle transferred. (laughs) Since people with small estates and no will tend to have less valuable vehicles, the cost of obtaining probate just to deal with a vehicle can be ridiculously disproportionate. Mm-hmm. Not my words. Ridiculously disproportionate. I, I can agree. Um, financial institution stakeholders emphasize that the decision to require probate in any particular case is not simply a matter of cost-benefit analysis. In some cases, it will make more sense to release small-value assets rather than undergo the hassle of holding the assets up until probate is granted. Nonetheless, the law is that the institution must protect the assets and the privacy of the owner. I want to talk about privacy. The legal duty of financial and other institutions to safeguard 
their estate asset is often unappreciated by estate representatives. Practitioners generally felt that banks were uncooperative in cases of small estates, telling the Law Commission of Ontario that banks may require probate in order to release assets as low as $10,000 and where the total value of the estate does not support the cost of a probate application. In conclusion, financial institutions complained about the intense pressure they're under from family members and their lawyers to waive probate. Institutional stakeholders explain that they are presented with all sorts of documents printed off the internet or prepared by a law student, but these are not reliable and banks are generally obliged to reject them. (laughs) And that leads into the power of attorney kit that we've talked about here before on the show, published by the Attorney General of Ontario. I've seen situations where the banks have given people a hard time because those documents weren't published by a lawyer. But they I'm here to tell you they're legitimate. Just pursue. I, I went over the head of a of a, a bank manager and we got the result we were looking for. So they are legitimate documents. All right, we're gonna step aside, we'll come back, we'll wrap up the program. This is the Avoid Probate Show on Zoomer Radio, AM seven forty. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Okay, let's head down to Tom's Place, 190 Baldwin in the heart of Kensington Market. Mr. Mahalik, good afternoon to you. Mr. Ted Wallishan. We've the got... business at Tom's Place is back with a vengeance. I'm I would like you to know, Ted, that people are buying suits. Some newspapers and some people said people are not going to wear suits. That's nonsense. People are wearing suits, the functions that they attend. They're going to wear a Tom's Place suit. The groom is wearing a Tom's Place tuxedo. And the groomsmen are also wearing Tom's Place suits. We've been in the suit business forever. We never sold T-shirt, sweatshirt, your shirt, undershirt. We sell suits in our store. And once again, we've proven to the whole world that people want to wear suits. And one thing is in our favor. Everybody has gained weight, so they need new clothing, new suits, <laughs> new pants, new sport jackets. Yeah. So we're on a roll, Ted. I'll be dropping by soon to bring a couple of sports jackets into you. And a reminder, of course, tomorrow's a holiday, so Tom's Place is closed tomorrow. Open again on Tuesday, 190 Ball, to the heart of Kensington Market. Before we get into the mailbag, my favorite part of the program. I don't know if I've told you that or not, but it is. Yeah, I've heard I, that before. Well, fact, I, I love these stories. I, I mean, hear that just, from a lot of people, a lot of listeners. I, I mean, it's, I've been doing this with you now for one or two months or whatever, and I just... Ages. I still, I mean, I just I shake my head and I think, like, I can't believe stuff like that's happening. <laughs> but it does. But before we get to that, uh, these wise words from my colleague. Yeah, so I'd like to start uh, the mailbag um, segment, we call it, with the normal disclaimer that I bore the listeners with every week, which is, of course, that the information provided in this program is for general consumption only and is not intended to provide particular legal or investment advice. Every situation is different, and so if you have legal or investment questions, you should speak with a licensed expert. Or, of course, you can contact me by email at info at avoidprobate.ca or by phone toll-free at 
1-844-667-7628. Once again, 1-844-667-7628. Okay, so having said that and getting that out of the way, uh, in no particular order, um, good mailbag this week, as usual. I'm going to... I'm going to set this first one up by reminding the listeners, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, I was, I can never keep track. Um, I mentioned, I read it, I read an email, uh, mailbag item out from a lady, lovely lady who said that her and her parents, her and her 90, 90 something year old parents uh, have listened every week since week one and they love the show. Mm-hmm. And so I've since um, chatted and, and traded emails and, and done some work for these lovely people. And so the most recent email I received, I had to share it, and I'm sharing it with permission. Uh, anonymous, anonymously, of course, it says, Hi, Jason. I wanted to let you know that our telephone meeting yesterday was really well received by my parents. Mom feels even more confident in making this big financial move for them, in brackets, and for me. Uh, she is uh, the only child of these people, so avoiding probate, as we know, really is it's the children who benefit the most. Uh, and Dad said he was reassured, and that's huge because he just doesn't trust. He His repeated mantra is generally, you can do whatever you want after I'm gone. We've all, we've all heard that before, I'm sure. As for me... Well, not that you've got any say in it. Uh, no, of course not. As for me... I'm over the moon, relieved we happened upon your radio program and with your help have actually implemented follow through. So I love that. It's, it's, it's important because there was hesitancy, natural hesitancy and reluctancy. And we've talked about this before because what people are hearing on the show is something they haven't heard before. Yeah. And, and I get it. So I think we've overcome that, and I really appreciate uh, that lady taking the time to write in to help others consider overcoming their hair. Well, you know, it's interesting because I've I've, I've run into people, and I mentioned this to you last week, I believe, that I've run into people now who say, well, I didn't know that such a thing existed or that this should be something that I should concern myself with. And, of course, it doesn't doesn't affect everybody. I mean, for those who it does, it it can in in a large scale. And, And people who said to me, well... Once I realized that, wait a minute, I am in that group. Yep. It does affect me. Yep. And then I realized, well, wait, it just means there's somebody there who's going to save me a whole whack of cash. And and the bonus, it doesn't cost you anything. That's right. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good news story. Yep. Um, I'll try to remind the listeners going forward. Uh, letter number two, we'll say it's from Mary, not her real name, of course. Um, Okay, two-part email here. So the first part, uh, I'll read it to you. My son inherited a mobile home from my brother. He made a handwritten will that he gave to the manager of the trailer park. She said it was sufficient to transfer it to my son now that my brother has passed. She said they take care of all of the legal paperwork. What we're confused about is the implications to CRA once he takes possession of the home and once he sells it, which will probably be in the next couple of months or so. Are you able to help us with getting that information? So I responded to this, and we got some of the uh, lawyers that are on the avoidprobate.ca team involved. Uh, I don't. Know, I think I've said it before. I'm not the lawyer. I'm, I'm the licensed financial advisor who helps facilitate the transfer of assets uh, from the bank and manages the account at the insurance company. But you know, the lawyer can't do that. I can't do what the lawyer does. We we need each other to be to make a team to uh, fulfill. The, the needs of our clients. So after providing some legal advice 
from the lawyers we have on our team. She later wrote, Thank you so much. It was really kind of you to help us out. If we need any future legal help, we'll be sure to call you by any chance. Do you do wills? And I replied in the affirmative because, yeah, the lawyers that are on our team, again, not me, the lawyers do wills. Uh, They do them every day. They're estate planning experts. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on the team. It's as simple as that. Right. Uh, so, um, so yeah, if you have a legal question, you know, that's, that's not what we're focusing on, but if you've got a legal question, maybe we can help you with that too. Lastly, uh, this one's a special one. Well, they're all special, but this was a referral and I'm going to be careful not to, um, I'm going to be careful to be anonymous as much as I can. We'll say it's from a lady named Pearl. Uh, I'm just going to read it and maybe I'll clarify something, but it says, Oh, I know what I need to say. Well, sorry, what I need to say for this setup. Um, hopefully the listeners will recall weeks and weeks ago, maybe months now, I've lost track. We had Barry Lebo, the the um, real estate expert on the show as a guest because he's an expert with dealing with regard to dealing with seniors. And he's the guy who created that ASA real estate designation for realtors who want to deal with seniors in an expert capacity. Um the lady that I'm thinking about, who, who this letter refers to, is um, helping her brother, who's terminally ill, and he has a house, and it needs to be sold. So I referred her to Barry and his team because the house is full of furniture, and Barry talked about how his team can come in and take care of everything. Right? She's the sister. She's not a spouse. She's not taking the house. She doesn't want the house. It's just got to get emptied, and it's got to get sold. And I explained how he, Barry and his team can come in, and you know, you say... I want this piece. I don't want that piece. You can sell this piece. You can donate that piece. His team takes care of all of that. And so um, after referring Barry to this lady, it's um, he he was kind enough to write this letter um, as a follow-up. And I said it's to Pearl. I'm a, This is Barry talking. Barry Lebo replying um, to my request for his assistance. Barry Lebo is saying, I'm away until Monday, but you're free to reach out. Just call me as we are doing a lazy few days to just get away, and I pride myself in service, and so just call. I personally do not cover this part of the province. I don't want to name the part of the province that she's in, western part of the province. I personally do not cover this part, which was a big part of my youth. I was there for years each summer. My transition manager and downsizer is Monica Black, and she is a special lady as she cares so much about her clients. Monica is willing to come to work with you and for your brother and do her magic. There are few in the industry like her. Here is a short profile of Monica and myself when we were featured on the CBC, and there's a link to a CBC news item that I I can't explain over the radio. Uh, Further, I have excellent realtors in that area for you to sell the property once you're ready. And out of respect to Jason, I personally will come to visit the property, give my advice on how to maximize the market value. So when you're ready, just call. Signed, Barry Lebo. And I wanted to share that and give Barry that plug because he was so, it was so nice for him to respond to my request mm-hmm. to help out one of our listeners. Okay. That was. So just a quick reminder that uh, if you have any questions, you may forward them via email at info at avoidprobate.ca. That's info at avoidprobate.ca, or you can call during the week, toll-free, 1-844-667-7628. That's one 
844-667-7628. And during the course of the week, and of course on this broadcast every week, Jason will be more than happy to loan you his assistance. So he doesn't even loan it to you. He just gives it to you. That's how generous he is. We're back with more of the Avoid Probate program in a moment on AM 740. Stay with us. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember... Insert your name. And we're heartbroken because... Insert your name. ...did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of... Insert your name. ...have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca this is Zoomer Radio Toronto. CFZM FM and CFZM AM. Owned and operated by MZ Media Incorporated. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back to the Avoid Probate Show on Zoomer Radio. Jason Laidler here with Ted Wallachin. Thank you for joining us again on your Sunday morning and sharing it with us. We're uh, at the end of the show. It goes fast, I know, and it went so fast for me today in particular because I didn't get through nearly, uh, probably not even half of the uh, report that I was sharing with you from the Law Commission of Ontario. I had a feeling that was going to happen, but that's okay. We can save the rest of the uh, good stuff for a rainy day. Um, There's always... You know, lots to talk about. I know there was a lot to think about there. If you have any questions about any of it at all, you know what to do. Call or email. Um, we endeavor to respond to every single person who calls or, or writes to us. And that email is info at avoidprobate.ca. You can uh, suggest questions to us. Also, too, you may have an idea of a guest that you would like to have, to have on the program. You might know somebody who would be beneficial to uh, to our listening audience. We'd be more than happy to listen in on that. Yeah. Also, uh, Let me interrupt you there, Ted, because I'm glad you said that, because I've been meaning to ask the listeners uh, if they had any such thoughts or if they, not just a guest, but if there was a topic. Yeah. that they wanted us to cover in particular. Again, let us know if there's a topic on your mind and we can you know, put something together and focus on that maybe for one, one show. Yep, and you can also call Jason during the course of the week, toll-free, 1-844-667-7628, 1-844-667-7628. I'm Ted Walsh, and thank you so much for listening. If you want to get a hold of me, you can do so by... Uh, you can email me at ted at twmedia.ca. That's ted at twmedia.ca. Meanwhile, have a great week. Don't forget to fill your and, and tissue donation card. Yep. Thank you, of course, to our producer, Kelly. Uh, thanks to Ted Walshin for decades of radio excellence. Thank you, Zoomers, for your time today. Ted, we'll do it again next Sunday. You bet. All right. Thanks for being here. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You've been listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.